Alright everybody, are you ready to laugh? Woo! Little bit louder, are you ready to laugh? Woo! Street Prod, please give it up for your host for the evening, Joanne Schindlerwin! That was fun, it was like I hired him to do that. Thank you guys so much. You saw me before I'm back. Round of applause for yourselves. Dope. This is going to be so much fun. And please don't feel scared to laugh. This is a safe space (laughs) for jokes. Um, And that's what we're here to do tonight. I am standing in front of you as a 30-year-old woman. Thank you. Thank you. This face, I know. I just took a shot of tequila and it is not, you know when you take a shot and it's stuck, it's not quite down the pipe yet and you're like breathing through it? That's how I feel. If, like if there was a match in front of me, you'd be like, cool party trick. Okay. We can do this. Um, it's weird. I have a uh, 2002 Toyota Corolla vehicle. Thank you. Anyone else? Yeah. Right? It's a great set of wheels. Um, but I got it because no one in this fucking town knows how to drive. Nobody does. Nobody does, right? Oh, <laughs> round of applause if you were born and raised here. That was brave of you. Thank you. Round of applause if you moved here with your own vehicle. Right? I swear to God, people in the Northwest just like, I saw somebody slam on their brakes and I was like, oh my God, was it one of those situations where someone was crossing like in the middle of the street, not in the crosswalk, just whenever the fuck they wanted to on division? No, it wasn't a person. It was a plastic bag. A floating plastic bag just in the wind like without fucking rapey movie <laughs> and I rear-ended this person oh. for a fucking bag <laughs> a fucking bag and I was like do you know how much money I don't have <laughs> that bag costs seven cents I'm a human being okay so <laughs> Another time, I got this car, and uh, you know when you're driving, I didn't expect to say this, but here we are. You know when you're driving, and uh, maybe you work at a, a, as a daytime uh, waitress at a, at a pizza restaurant in Portland, Oregon. Maybe that's your job. And maybe you're driving home from your job. It's a nice summer day, and you just want to forget that that's your job. And you're kind of just zoning out. <laughs> you're still driving a vehicle. <laughs> I was in that situation. Just that kind of like, you know, like Sarah McLaughlin's on the radio. <laughs> you're just kind of in it. You're paying attention, but you're just like, you know, like whatever feels fly through the window, you're accepting them, like kind of thing. And we get to a red light, perfectly stopped. I'm right behind an SUV. And I'm zoning out. And I swear to God, we're at, we're at a four-way intersection. I swear to God, I saw like a green light in the distance, but I'm like, 
crying to Sarah Mugler. I don't really. But I was like, it's green, right? This lady up front's like, I fucking cry to Sarah McLaughlin. <laughs> we get each other. So the, the SUV in front of me goes. And I'm like, you know, this is normal. And so I lift my foot off the gas. And my car starts going, too, immediately into the back end of her car. And I'm like, what? Like, do one of those things, you know? Like, everything is stuff. So then I have to, so I hit her. And then I put my foot on the brake. And then that causes a chain reaction of hits. Because it's like, I was only going, like, you know, when you lift your foot up, like, less than two miles an hour. But the, what a, this is a great explanation. So... <laughs> But you know what, I'm doing the jerking motions. You understand? And I'm like, oh my God, fuck. I just hit this car. And so immediately, what do you do? I'm a, I'm a, I'm a first aid advocate. And so I get out of the car and I'm like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And this 21-year-old girl gets out of the car and she goes, um, what's it called when your neck flashes in front of you? <laughs> and I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 what? I'm like, it's, it's called, it's whiplash. Yeah, that's what I have. And I was like, how do you know that? You didn't even know the word, but it's so... <laughs> I asked her, I was, I was like, okay, well, are you, are you in pain? Are you okay? I'm so sorry. I don't even know what happened. I'm like, I, I'm like, I have to ask you, I swear to God, the light turned green, right? And your car was moving. I was listening to Sarah, but we were in motion, right? Like, that's what was happening. And she goes, yeah, um, the light turned green, and I went, but I noticed that the cars across the way weren't going, so I thought something was wrong, and I stopped. What? <laughs> She's born and raised here. That cost me $9,000. Her neck flashes. <laughs> Can't wait to leave. So that's not even a joke. That's just me up top trying to relate to you. I wish her the best, I do. I was like, where were you going? And she goes, my friends um, were having an outdoor art show in their backyard. And I said, what kind of art do they make? Yarn bombing. In your own fucking yard? Go away from me. Again, not a joke, just outing a person in real life. It's fine. I do have jokes. But now, so that, I've had this car for three, and the reason I had it was because I drove here in a different car from the great state of Wisconsin. Drove all the way across. Yeah, really? Yeah? Where are you living, girl? Madison. Madison proper? Madison proper. Oh, fuck yeah. High fives for that cheek in the back. The only place that voted blue in the entire state. <laughs> We gotta go get our girls! I'm going back. I'm gonna do it anyways. Um, cool, that was for, I, I, have to, I ask every Wisconsin person that I ever meet, do you believe that, that Brett, that's Brett Favre's dick pic? Hell yeah, I do. I don't, it was a disgusting dick. <laughs> did you see the dick pic? I was like, oh, not in my America, no. <laughs> that is not his. 
I said that to my friend who was friends with the chick who outed Brett Favre and she followed me on Twitter and I feel so great about it. Okay. I have to delete my entire set from this podcast. Anyways, I... Really great at my job. None of this can go on there. Okay. Um... (laughs) No, but now it doesn't matter. I had to get a new car because twice people have hit me from the other side. Like people, it, I was driving in a right lane to turn right. Someone from the middle lane turned into my car and annihilated it. Twice this has happened. I don't understand. Like I want, whoever is teaching driver's ed in Oregon, I want your head on a fucking platter. I want it. I want it because you're an idiot. So you know why I call this show Control Yourself? Because of these rants that I get to do. This is my personal diary for you. Thank you so much for coming. So I do have jokes after this. But now, but now, um, so someone did it and they, and I, I didn't die. You're welcome. And, but I can no longer get out of my driver's side door. So I'm a 30 year old woman standing in front of you. I have my shit together. I'm okay looking. I, I'm a great planner. Um, thank you. I like my family. You know, I, I know how to get money when I can find it. And I'm currently driving a car that I have to crawl over to the passenger side to get out of to go anywhere. It's really fucking up my parking game. If I have to go to a meeting, I have to park like four blocks away so I can guarantee that no one's gonna see me crawling out of my fucking car. That felt good to say. Okay, great. I haven't been talking in like two days, so whatever. I have jokes. I'm uh, bleeding currently. Anyone else? Yes? God, we're on the same page. Same girl before, are you free bleeding or are you tamponing? No, I'm tamponing. You're tamponing? Yeah. I am using my father's handkerchief. <laughs> really giving a new meaning to the word rag. <laughs> That's not a joke. I'm not the period comic you wanted, but I deserve this. I threw my set away long ago. Okay. Uh, I'll get out of here. We'll, we'll, we have a great show, and I'll do I do want to share this, though. Uh, I don't fuck with tampons. You should. Toxic shock is a real thing. Some really pretty woman on Instagram lost her legs because of it. I follow her. I forget her name. <laughs> it's a real thing. I don't fuck with tampons. I remember the moment that I was like, these need to get out of my life. <laughs> It was a dark and stormy morning. (laughs) I woke up next to a gentleman caller. (laughs) He was of of age. (laughs) He wakes me up with some early morning finger blasting. Fun, gorgeous, thank you. But in the midst of it, he's like, babe, what is that? And I'm like, I don't know, what is that? Like, (laughs) you don't know if I fucking knew it wouldn't have been in there, right? But he hooked a tampon that I'd forgotten about. And I'm talking, I'm not talking like, I'm not talking like fresh, like two pumps, like 
it's a girl, you know? Like, I'm not talking about that. I wasn't on my period. Like, this was a net, he did save my life. I could have been that Instagram girl. But I'm here today with two gorgeous legs. But he's like, what is it? And I was like, oh my God, I need your help. And he's like, I'm gonna tap out. And he like, and he like took the covers and like burritoed himself. I'm just like, no. So I'm like, fuck. He's like, WWBD, what would Beyonce do? Beyonce would just stand the fuck up, lemonade her shit get to the bathroom and immediately start crying, which is what I did. So I'm in the bathroom and I'm like, oh my God. So you're trying to root around in there. To, you can't, here's the thing, gang. Your pointer finger and your thumb aren't the same size. You can't get a good grip in there, okay? Right? Thank you for, that should be a standing ovation, but I'll take a solo weirded out clap in the back. But you can't get a good group in there. So now I'm like sad and embarrassed and frustrated, worried about my legs. I have no idea what to do. And I'm like, oh my God, I need a needle nose pliers. Thank God my dad bought me a toolbox in college. Fuck you. That is like wilderness survival type shit. I am gonna survive this apocalypse. 15 minutes later, <laughs> that dead fish came out. Oh, you guys, the smell. First wave, burnt hamburger helper. Second wave. Like a, like a root canal from like a dead person who only ate beef jerky their whole life. <laughs> Gross, I get it. Get on my level, okay? So immediately went to the shower, got some bleach, just like diluted it, bleached my, swirled it around, just like got it all out. Slunk back into bed, you know? It's like, <laughs> homeboy is still in his burrito. <laughs> and he, he turns over and he goes, did I just hear you open a toolbox? <laughs> yes, you fucking did. Feminism. <laughs> Thank you so much. We did it, we did it, we went there. That was a clear example of how these shows go every Sunday, fun. You guys ready to continue with this? Amazing. Um, your next comic coming to the stage is killing it all around town. Such a delight whenever he's here. You guys are gonna love him just as much as everyone else does. Put your hands together for the very funny Jaron George. All right, all right. Yeah, fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get real tonight, you guys. You ready to get real? Yeah. You ready to get real? Yeah. I'll tell you what's real. 
The other day, y'all, I went to get a kitty cat, and I went to the Oregon Humane Society, and uh, they have wonderful cats, you guys. Uh, sets eyes on uh, Sally. She's 12 years old. M made eye, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I made eye contact, a little, you know, a little thing on the window. She was paying attention. So I, I was talking to this lady. I was like, um, I think I want to take Sally. And she was like, well, okay, let me get my clipboard. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> Didn't know you had to get your clipboard. But yeah, she went to get a clipboard and she was like, follow me into the small room. So she got Sally, put both of us in this room. And then she just sits there with her clipboard. She's like, okay, well, um, let's see how well you get along with Sally. I was like, shit, this is a lot of pressure. <laughs> All right, so you know, I got down and I'm like, hey, Sally, Sally. And she, she was like, you wanna try something else? Like, uh, um, okay. <laughs> you know, I took out my keys and did a little jingle. I'm like, Sally, Sally, nothing. Sally's not budging, she's in that corner. And uh, the lady was like, okay, um, how about not today? I mean, you wanna try again tomorrow? I was like, wait, what, that's it? And she was like, well, Sally does not um, appreciate you right now, but that's fine. And I was like, oh, okay, that's all right, all right. So I walked out and I wanted to get the last word. I want to, you know, sound you know, like every, it's, it's okay, you know? So I looked back, I was like, you know what, that's fine. Bitches love me. And then I walked out. <laughs> um, I didn't walk out of Oregon Humane Society, I went to the canine section. Um, uh, I need a companion, you guys. Uh, that was the plan. Um, I was in New York City for Thanksgiving. Anyone went to, uh, how was your Thanksgiving, everybody? Good? All right, all right. Oh, okay, well, let's filter that a little bit now. How many of you spend it with family? Family? All right. Let's, let's filter that a little bit more, you guys. How about this? How about, have you um, had a surprise Thanksgiving? You try to show up to, um, to your mom's house and then you impose because she's with your future stepdad. Woo! Yeah, right? That's, oh, that was my Thanksgiving, you guys. No small talk, no eye contact. I just ate my turkey and <laughs> went to watch TV, you guys. It was weird. And I was thinking, um, in back of my childhood, because, you know, like, I haven't seen my dad since I was eight. And um, I was like, man, I'm thinking back, like, Wow, I cockblocked my mom like from future stepdads. That was that's a lot of birthday presents I had, you guys. I had, you guys, I, I remember when I walked in one time, don't worry, nothing happened. Nothing happened. This was when I was nine. I walked in and like um everyone was like half naked. I was like, I I, I can't sleep. And then like I just like no one was answering me, so I just like went back to bed and I was like, man, I should have I, sh I should have seen the signs, um, the, s the smell, the scented oils, and the candles, and um, I should have known better, you guys. I should have known better. But now I'm thinking when I'm an adult right now, that doesn't get me angry, you guys, because my mom, she's, she's a good person. She, she, des she deserves to get laid. That's what I want to say. All right? I, I just hope there was rose petals involved. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, New York was all right, but like, um, one thing I missed was uh, the weed, you guys. Couldn't get any weed in New York, you guys. Like, yeah, it's weird. Like, here, let me tell you how simple it was me to get weed in Portland. Like, I could just walk and then bump into someone on the street, and then they'd feel so bad they would give me weed, you guys. <laughs> just like that, they'd go like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, you know what? Uh, here you go, just like give me a handful of weed. That happened to me like three times. <laughs> three times. I can even find weed in the cracks of the sidewalk, you guys. You walk a Killingsworth around like 15th, 
and Killingsworth, yeah, you bound you you bound to find some. And um, in New York, no, it's it's tough. Like people go into their, their corners with their friends, and I try to like find out where can I get um some weed. This guy was like, all right, you gotta call this guy. You have to go to Newark, New Jersey. I was like, for, okay, I'm not going to Newark, New Jersey. If you ever been to Newark, New Jersey, I'm not only gonna get weed, I'm gonna get crack, you guys. <laughs> All right, that's the difference here than like with Gresham, you'll get weed with meth, but in New Jersey, you'll get weed and the crack, and I don't want the crack. Sometimes it goes with the crack, and I don't want it, so. Um, they want, no, I'm not gonna try that. But I'm happy I'm here. Things are going well for me. Um, I like hanging out with my friends here. Uh, I'm trying to manage my time well. So like now, let me give you a scenario. With, um, when I'm with my group of white friends and they talk about you know, their tans, I, I can just step away from the conversation. I, I did not know I can just do that. And sometimes when that happens, I look to see um, a fellow black guy make eye contact. He's stepping away from the conversation and we meet up and we talk about the best cocoa butter um, for our skin and, and that's fine. Managing my time well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Pokemon Go, you guys. Popular than Tinder. Have you heard about this? Popular than Tinder. Now, I don't want to brag, but I just caught a Pikachu. Ladies! <laughs> yes! I got a woo! Thank you. You saved my self-esteem there. Thank you. Um, <laughs> uh, so, um, no joking aside, but like, I, uh, I work with kids, you guys. Uh, it's hard, unpredictable, you know? Um, and uh, one thing I really hate is that, uh, like they would say the most unpredictable things, you know? Like you just catch you off guard. Like for example, I was tying the second grader shoe um, shoes and um, when I got up and I was like, all right, Ethan, have a good day. And I walked away, he was like, Mr. G, I saw you. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> like, I saw you, Mr. G. And I was like, what do you, Ethan, what are you talking about, buddy? He's like, I saw you at Fred Meyer. And I was like, what? what? Why are you? Like, I, I didn't understand it because I don't shop at the Fred Meyer next to the school. And the, the one that I shop at on a, on a good Sunday afternoon is by my house across town. I, I, that's, that should not happen. So I was like, okay. And, and I just tried to ignore it. I was like, okay, Ethan, that's, that's cool. And um, he was like, I saw you in the frozen food section. <laughs> You were holding a single serving of pizza, personal pan pizza. <laughs> and I was like, okay, Ethan, that's enough. And, and that, that kind of scares me. Like, that's not the first time like a kid sees you like in a, in a supermarket or just outside of work, where like, a kid actually saw me in a supermarket. It was like, Mr. G, hi, Mr. G, hi, Mr. G, hi, Mr. G. And then the parents are just like, who the f And I'm, I'm like, oh, hi, um, I'm Mr. G. I work at the school. Like, I had to like tell the parents like, don't, hey, relax. <laughs> work at the school and everything, and then they had to walk away with their kid and going like, who was that black man you were talking to? Like, <laughs> you know, just to get validation from the kid. I know how it goes. But like, you know, I walked away from Ethan, and um, next thing you know, he said, he was like, um, wait, but Mr. G, I have a question. And I, sh I should've kept walking. He was like, um, do you always cry before you drive away from the, in the parking lot? <laughs> Run along, Ethan. <laughs> Run along, you don't know my struggles. Yeah. Um, last thing before I go. Um, hey, you remember those State Farm commercials? State Farm? Like a good neighbor? State Farm is there. Yeah, audience interaction. Mm. 
Yeah. Um, I remember those commercials. Like, remember the one where they had like those three roommates and um, they, they asked the State Farm agent, let me, let me get a hot tub, you know? And then like State Farm Tiffany just comes out of nowhere and she's like, oh, rolling her eyes, here's your hot tub. Like, you know she's, try- she's taking care of that shit. They're not taking care of that hot tub in the apartment. She has to go and like fix for maintenance and everything like that. And I was like, that is a waste of a State Farm wish, you guys. What kind of, if I had a State Farm agent, I would go like, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And then I had State Farm agent Michael um, show up and he was like, what can I do for you, Jaren? And I was like, well, glad you asked, Michael. I need to stop racism. (laughs) 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 Wait, wait, what? I was like, you heard me, Michael. Stop racism. You're my State Farm agent, aren't you? You gonna let me down? You gonna let me down, Michael? I'll get Craig. I'll get a new State Farm agent. I don't care what you have to do. Use your, your white privilege. Just stop that racism. <laughs> then I'll, I'll write a good review. All right. I'm Jaron George. Have a good night, everybody. Woo! Enjoy. You guys, your next comp, this is the stupid, I hate this thing. Claps amongst yourselves or something. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We're all fine, everyone's fine. You guys, your next comic coming to the stage. Such a treat, such a delight, huge friend of the show. Uh, He's been in San Francisco Sketch Fest. Bridgetown, all Jane, but she's here for you right now. Give her an applause for the very funny Katie Wynn! Hello, how are you all? Good, that's important to me. Uh, so, something kind of personal about me is the fact that I am a very... Uh, sweaty and oily person Uh, and I spend a lot of time trying to not look so sweaty and oily Uh, but you know how the media just makes you want what you don't have like if you have curly hair you want straight hair if you have like one skin tone you want like another skin tone I found out that there's this look being marketed by cosmetics companies and you've probably seen this maybe you've seen this it's called looking dewy (laughs) you see this it's a thing And looking dewy is essentially looking kind of sweaty and oily, (laughs) which is good for me. Uh, But it just got me thinking, you know, because I understand a lot of beauty standards and the implications they might have, you know, if like you see a woman with high heels and her legs look really elongated, you might be like, oh, maybe she's like, like a dancer or something, you know? She's like really flexible, you know, like in bed. Or if she's got like the smoky eye look going on, you might be like, oh, maybe she's like exotic, you know? I'm like extra sensual, you know, like in bed. <laughs> but if she's looking dewy, it's gotta be like, ooh, maybe she like passed out on the lawn last night. <laughs> In bed? (laughs) I don't get that. 
There's this other like newer beauty standard that I think I understand. Um, I'm sure you've heard of it. It's called the Thigh Gap. You heard of it? It has its own Wikipedia page. Um, it's like it's if you have like a little like a hole right here, it's supposed to be pretty. Um, it's a thigh gap. Uh, I don't have a thigh gap per se, but I do have several mysterious dents in my skull. the same thing, right? Just like missing flesh where there should be some. Like feels good, you know? You ever hold like a Smarties candy between your thumb and forefinger or in your, just because it feels perfect? Kind of like that. If you find me after the show and ask, I may let you try. <laughs> or I might find you after the show <laughs> and ask you. It's hard to stop. Uh, I have a lot of friends who are uh, professional sports fans. Um, I, like, I can appreciate the work and the, like, the talent and the dedication that goes in and that kind of thing, but I just didn't grow up with the emotional investment component, you know, so it's always been kind of foreign to me. And it's especially weird when there's like a large social gathering centered around a professional sporting event, you know, because it just kind of makes you feel like a sociopath. <laughs> you know, just because like everyone around you is experiencing all these emotions and I feel nothing. <laughs> Except the urge to murder. <laughs> Sports. I don't know if you guys like to play pranks or mess with people. I kind of like to do that. Um, one thing you can do is you go to like a big department store, and then you just seek out, you find the customer service desk, and you just go and ask them questions you should probably not be asking them. You know, like go to Target or something, go to the photo frame section, pick out a frame with a placeholder photo with the happy people in it, bring it up to the customer service desk and be like, hey, hi, hi. Um, the people in this photo, do you have any more photos of them? <laughs> you sure? No? That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> Or like go to the cosmetic section, pick what's a makeup, bring it up to the customer service desk, and be like, oh my god, this shade is perfect for me, I love it. And on the label here, it says that it's not tested on animals. But I was, I was wondering if you had any makeup that maybe was tested on animals? Because that's what I need. Like go to the apparel section, pick out a pair of pajamas, bring it up to the customer service desk, and be like, oh my god, this print is so cute, it's on clearance, it's my size. And it's got this little tag here that says that they're not flammable. <laughs> but where do you keep the pajamas? The pajamas that are flammable. <laughs> Do you have any? 
I haven't checked, but I'm pretty sure Walmart carries swimmable pajamas. <laughs> we got a new shower head recently. It's like the detachable one with like a hose. Um, and I love it. It's awesome. It's got like all these like practical purposes. Like it makes it so much better. Like it adds like six inches of height. So if you live with someone who's really tall, like tall in the shower head, that's really great for them. Um, and it makes it way easier to clean the shower if you can like hose it everywhere. Um, but honestly, the real reason uh, I like my detachable shower head is because um, when I rinse myself off with it, um, kind of makes me feel like my own zookeeper. <laughs> you ever see a rinse off a zoo animal? So satisfying. I'm the only one who wishes they were a zoo animal. Not even like a wild animal, like the zoo animal. It's great, you should get one of these shower heads. Uh, I don't know if anybody here does online dating. Um, there's one section in the profile. There's one section in the profile that's like six things I can't live without. Um, and I think it's supposed to give you insight into someone's values or priorities or something like that. Uh, I found this one guy's profile. His six things were super interesting. Um, the six things this guy can't live without are uh, bleach, rubber gloves, boiling water, plastic sheets, a hazmat suit, and condoms. And I was like, either this guy's a serial killer, or he's really into safe sex and I dig that out. <laughs> Boiling water, it's all you need. Uh, I found this dating advice though once in a magazine. It was a magazine for men, but it was like dating advice that I thought was really cool. Um, I had this tip and I was like, hey dudes, if a woman plays with her hair when she's talking to you, it means that she's into you. I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, I like that. I can use that. Um, and I tried it on this guy I was dating at the time, and it didn't work super well. Um, I think mostly because the article just said, play with your hair and not, don't cut off all your hair and make a doll and set up a tea party's apartment to surprise me and gets home from work. <laughs> play with your hair. <laughs> what does that mean? I don't <laughs> Stupid article. Uh, I would say, though, that I'm a romantic. I'm really into like, traditional gestures and notions of romance. Um, and I definitely hope that before my boyfriend proposes to me that he asks my dad for permission first, um, just because I think it'd be really romantic. And that way, I can tell my dad to say no so that I can burst in and yell, but daddy, I love him! been dreaming about this since I was a little girl. <laughs> uh, something else though that I think is really romanticized for girls and women in particular, in like movies and books, is the idea of keeping a diary, you know, like writing every day, self-reflection. Uh, I tried several times to keep a diary when I was younger. I just wasn't able to do it in the way that you were supposed to. Uh, I visited my parents' house recently, found some old diaries, and the entries are just like kind of weird. 
They'd be like, August 8th, dear diary, you're my best friend. <laughs> you have all the answers. <laughs> and all the questions. <laughs> what do I die? <laughs> if you're giving me advice, <laughs> but I am the only one who's ready. <laughs> but we're having a conversation. <laughs> but no one else. <laughs> Wait a minute, tires. Is this with you? But I. But no. Is this it? Oh my god. Is this. Oh. Oh. Am I diary? It's <laughs> hard for me. Uh, I work with uh, kids. I think a lot about the advice that we give to kids and how most of it's like way easier said than done. Um, you know, for example, if a kid's being made fun of, we're just like, oh, you know what, just say, I'm rubber and you are glue. Whatever you say bounces off of me and sticks to you. Um, when in my experience, it's been a lot more like, I am Tupperware and you are tomato sauce. Whatever you say, it becomes a part of me and ruins me forever. <laughs> You guys are wonderful. I'm Katie Wynn. Thank you very much. The coolest thing about this show is it happens on Sundays at weekly, and we always get really great out-of-town comics that come in to visit us, and your next comic is no exception. He's been here before. He fucking kills it. Here again, he was in Seattle. Now he's back, ready for you. The very funny round of applause for John Durnell, ladies and gentlemen, visiting us from L.A. What's up, Portland? Yes! I am from Los Angeles, I'm John Durnell, and recently, at my apartment, the power went out. Yeah, and it wasn't because I wasn't paying my bills like you were thinking, asshole. Damn, dude. This guy here, right? Shouldn't be living in Portland thinking that way. No, but seriously, I thought my power went out because I wasn't paying my bills. I ran outside, and I was like, oh no, I haven't been paying my bills, but everybody's power was out, so I was like, all right, we're cool. But then I'm like, what am I going to do? It's my day off. So I grabbed the old porno mags, everybody, yes! Because my friends were always like, why would you keep those? And I'm like, the apocalypse, man, the apocalypse! I don't know if I'm gonna need that shit for currency, you know? <laughs> but I'll tell you, there's nothing like jacking off to natural sunlight. There's nothing like it. <laughs> nothing like it at all. I was on my way recently to Popeye's Chicken. Not something abnormal for a black man to do, but... Um, I was going to get some chicken. In front of me, there was a white lady who kept looking over her shoulder at me like I was doing something wrong. Now, I wasn't breathing hard. I wasn't running fast. I was just on my way to get some chicken. Now, when we get close to Popeye's, I notice she has stopped outside and has pulled out her rape whistle. And I'm like, really, what? Like, I might have had the hunger in my eyes, but it wasn't for white booty. It was for chicken, you know? <laughs> But maybe I'm the asshole in the situation, you know? Maybe it wasn't a rape whistle. Maybe it was a black man's coming to get chicken whistle. Maybe that's what it was. <laughs> she was just trying to warn Popeyes, you know? <laughs> like, dude's got the hunger in his eyes. You better get that extra crispy ready. 
That's <laughs> All right. Man, ladies, I don't know if this is a problem up here yet, but uh, down in Los Angeles at a Taco Bell in the female bathroom, they found a toilet cam. Ladies, the safety and security they used to feel in a Taco Bell bathroom, it's been compromised. <laughs> now, I will admit I'm a pervert. Whoever's doing this is a downright monster. What kind of footage are you trying to get from a Taco Bell toilet cam? Because for a lady to be using that bathroom, she is in dire straits, right? <laughs> yeah. Whatever she ain't is about to come out violently. That's the only reason she's in there. <laughs> I met a toilet recently. Yeah. No, I met this toilet. Like I walked to it. I walked up to it. It knew I was there, and the, like the lid lifted up for me. I was like, "Oh, that's amazing." Then the seat warmed itself, so I had a wonderful place to put my butt cheeks, which I liked. And then after taking my dump, there were three settings in which you could clean your asshole with. I tried all three, and pulsating's the best, if you'd like to know. Uh, but then afterwards, you know, just to make sure everything was clean back there, I grabbed some toilet paper and did a little wipe-wipe, and I'm going to let you know, nothing has ever been this clean that has touched my asshole before. I could have put that toilet paper back on the roll, and no one would have known the difference. It's true. So Donald Trump uh, ruined Thanksgiving for a lot of my white friends, especially the ones down in L.A. They're like, I'm not going home. You know, this is, this is bullshit. But at least I could go home because being black, I mean, we all know who we voted for. You know, so. But I'm not saying that my family's not dysfunctional. You know, I mean, like, I have an uncle who, like, exposes himself at family functions now. <laughs> now, he's a married-in uncle, so it's not incest. It's kind of okay, but... <laughs> Like, I feel there's, like, two places you're not supposed to be hitting on people. One's, like, family reunions. The other one's funerals, right? You know? Can't be at a wake like, hey, baby, why are you crying? <laughs> Just inappropriate. <laughs> but I'm concerned as a black man in this Trump world because, you know, I mean, the police were already going crazy before. Like, what am I going to expect now? Like, I've been pulled over many times for walking, which I had no idea was a crime. <laughs> How am I supposed to get around on my knees with my hands behind my head and my ID in my mouth? It's crazy. I was detained one time by the police and this is what they told me. They said that my birthday matched someone who had a warrant out for their arrest. How is that the only information you have to go on, officer? Somebody rob a bank wearing a birthday hat? Is that what happened here? Oh, get this bastard. Last happy birthday he'll ever have right here. Oh, man. I'm single these days. It's true. Oh, yeah. Give it up for the single life. Yeah, I had to know things were getting rocky in the relationship when she got on my phone and found out I still had my Tinder account. Yeah, she was like, that's just as good as cheating. I'm like, I have a library card. When was the last time you saw me read a book? She didn't like that argument at all. <laughs> Like, it's hard for me to see couples now. You know, that love right there in my face. Like, I was in a subway recently, and this couple in front of me was pissing me off. One was like, I love lettuce. I love lettuce, too. I love tomatoes. I love tomatoes, too. You know, a lot of people love lettuce and tomatoes. Let's move this shit along, please. Then at the end, they were like, look how cute our sandwiches look together. Don't say that in the aftermath. Look how cute our turds look together, right? 
If you're taking a dump, don't do it at Taco Bell. There's monsters out there, everybody. I want to warn you. But dick pics are popular these days, everyone. Dick pics. I'm going to tell you, ladies, they're not going to stop. I mean, men have found a way to show you their penis without immediately getting arrested. Like, it's just not going to end. But what we can do is invent the app Cockblocker, right? Right there in the name. Like, anytime your photo gets a phallic-shaped image, it censors it with a unicorn or an ice cream cone, something pleasant like that, you know? You have to adjust the settings, though, so that the monster dicks get through. We're all curious about those, right? Oh, man. You know, uh, I was watching TV, and I found out there's a, a haunted bed and breakfast in Mississippi where the ghosts are only harassing attractive white women while they're sleeping. <laughs> now, the creepy guy who's, wanting, who's running this bed and breakfast wants to prove it's not him harassing these women, so he brings in a medium, you know, those who talk to ghosts. The medium informed him that the house was built on old plantation grounds. I'm like, oh, you're just gonna blame this on black people? <laughs> like, we can't stop harassing women even from beyond the grave. I was harassing this girl in the bar the other night. Uh, now she deflected me with nonsense, like I've got a boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, yeah, whatever. She's like, he does lighting for porn. I'm like, oh, interesting. She's like, you've probably seen some of his work. I'm like, I don't know. I'm not sitting around waiting for the credits, that's for sure. <laughs> yeah. If I'm there for the credits, he's not lighting up the stuff I need to see. All right, that's for sure. I mean, I love naked women. I was in a strip club recently. I got a stripper to dance to the song Ghostbusters. Y'all, it is hard to get sexy to that song. One of the lyrics is there's something weird and it don't look good, you know? Ray Parker Jr. was not intending for people to get naked to that song. But when I hear the song now, I get an erection, you know? It's not true, it's a chubby, which is like the baby bear of erections, right? Not too hard, not too soft, just right and still impressive, you know? No, it's disgusting. Life in LA is interesting. Like, I meet celebrities from time to time. I met Justin Bieber, everybody, yeah. <laughs> I got one woo and a lot of silence. <laughs> I met the guy, we were hanging out. There's a girl in a wheelchair, had no idea that Justin Bieber was behind her, but we're walking up, we walk by her, and she pops out of this chair and yells, oh my God, Justin. I'm like, homie, did you just heal the sick? <laughs> Gotta be a believer now, you know, damn. <laughs> but I also met Eva Longoria from Desperate Housewives, and uh, yeah, she told me I reminded her of John Sally from the Detroit Pistons, <laughs> but a better looking version, so I put that shit on my resume. You know? <laughs> But I also met Suge Knight one time. Um, oh, well, I saw Suge Knight. I didn't meet Suge Knight. I'll tell you the story. Like, I was working at this department store. It was pretty close to a concert hall. And unbeknownst to me, Suge Knight was in this concert hall brandishing a firearm, much like Suge Knight will do. But I didn't know this was going down. So like, he walked by my store, and I was just happy to see a celebrity. So I ran over to my manager. I was like, hey, man, Suge Knight just went that way. And he was like, oh, man, that's awesome. So later, a security, a security guard comes into the store. My manager's like, hey man, Suge Knight just went that way. He's like, good, we've been looking for him and stormed right out. <laughs> later that night, I'm watching TV, and apparently, Suge Knight got arrested at valet parking. 
Y'all, that makes me a snitch. I am now a snitch. <laughs> so if you hear of him hanging my body over a balcony, please tell my story. <laughs> if you didn't laugh at that, you don't know the story of Vanilla Ice. That's what happened to white rappers back in the 90s. They were hung over balconies. <laughs> That's awful. But speaking of rappers, I actually wanted to be a rapper growing up. Um, I grew up in the suburbs, so I didn't go through the proper channels for that to happen. Um, but I've thought of my rap name, because they don't come out being like, I'm Steve, I'm Kevin, I'm Phil. No, they got cool names. I'm LL Cool J. I'm Flava Flav. I'm Flo Rida. Flo Rida took the state of Florida and made it Flo Rida, which is not the smartest thing in the world. But thanks to him, I've thought of my rap name because originally I'm from Tennessee, so I'm gonna make my rap name 10 Easy because I get 10 ladies every night easy, y'all, what's up? Yeah. So someone does a background check on that, I have to change my rap name to one occasionally. You all have been great, I'm John Durnell. Give it up for Joanne! on this bill are you in this to win this Woo! fuck yes feeling great your next comic coming to stage so excited that he's here um a really great staple human in the comedy land who's leaving us very soon for greener pastures um but you have the pleasure of getting to experience his comedy right here right now he's been the bridgestone comedy festival he's going to be featuring in helium next week so go get tickets for that you guys give a round of applause for the very funny zach Toscani. Thank you. Thank you, Joanne. That was very nice of you. Uh, hello, everyone. I'm a, I'm a pretty dumb person. As you can see, can't even figure this one out, you know? Just having a hard time. Um, I've always known that I was not going to be a genius because my dad always introduced me as being street smart. It's just a very polite way of being like, I raised an idiot, I'm sorry. Because he didn't say that about my sister, older sister. He'd be like, this is my daughter, Gabrielle. She's got a 4.0 GPA, very book smart. That's Zach. He's street smart. Basically knows the street he lives on, and after that, it's... Big crap shoot. He just drinks root beer. I don't really get him. And it's okay. I found some okayness with how dumb I am. I'm so dumb that I have a Word document on my computer that's open all the time, and it has every password to anything that I've ever needed a password for. And uh, what would you venture to guess is the name of that Word document? Passwords, exactly. Exactly. You might ask, is it password protected? Oh, God, no. Because where would I keep that password? You know what I mean? I am so stupid that if someone hacked into my computer, they're like, this is a trap. It's not supposed to be this easy. <laughs> when, uh, when I moved into the apartment that I live in now, uh, the, my roommate, he was already living there, and he had uh, Game of Thrones maps up on the wall, and for about six months, I just thought that was Europe. <laughs> The moment I found out 
when I finally watched the show, I was like, ah, oh, remembered all the times I brought people back to my apartment. I was like, have you seen England? It's fucking crazy. They got an ice wall up there. They don't tell you about that. All this fake news, they won't talk about the real issues, the ice walls and the whatnots. <laughs> and I'm poor because everything I own has a trick to it. If you come over to my house, they're like, hey, your lamp's broken. I'm like, you don't turn the knob, you gotta bang the wall next to it. Come on. Nothing works as it should. And I still use my ex-girlfriend's Safeway rewards card. We broke up four years ago. You know what I mean? Like I still equate her with savings. And some people will say, it's not actually a card, it's a phone number you type in. Yes, I have to type in my ex-girlfriend's phone number every day at Safeway. And I don't know if they get some kind of, like a piece of mail that lets you know what your account is buying, but I hope so because I just get juice and condoms. Just, you know, let her know how I'm doing. She always told me to drink more juice. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm moving away from Portland. It's sad. I move uh, moved here about six years ago, and I love Portland. Um, I think the thing I'm gonna miss the most is that you just, I found that in this city you really can't judge anyone because you, people are so different here that uh, like, uh, for instance, I was playing um, tennis the other day because I'm trying to stay relatable. Um, I get it. <laughs> they say that tennis is like the perfect combination of chess and boxing and I think that's true because no one watches those sports either. <laughs> just all alone here. But uh, I was practicing my serve uh, by myself, just get my game tight. And uh, I framed a ball, which is to say I didn't hit it with the strings, I hit it with the racket, and it bounced, it shot outside of the tennis court and hit a man in the head. He was the only other person in the park. So there wasn't like a big who done it, you know? He knew exactly. And in fact, he was, he was such, he was just, he was laying, reading a book, faced away from me, and it just totally, he was bald, so I really saw it ricochet off his head. And I'm like, okay, he's gonna give me like a mean face, because, right, you know, ever, anyone would do that. Um, but it's Portland, it was more than that. He turned around and his entire face was tattooed as an exposed skull. Like, de very detailed. Like, he had teeth tattooed over his lips, right? This part of your tip of your nose was just black because there's no bones there. I didn't know if you knew that. Spoiler. <laughs> if you've never touched your nose before. Hey, wait a minute. Oh. But he, you don't, uh, a skull staring at you menacingly you don't think it'll affect you. You don't think you'll have to deal with it, to be honest. You're like, ah, I'll, you know, I'll keep reading about bears. I'm not gonna see a skull. I saw a skull looking at me and it was not happy. And I realized that I'm one of those, remember they used to have those reality shows where they'd scare people, scare tactics and stuff. And most people would like freak out, 
But then there are every once in a while people get so scared that they don't even move. They just kind of accept their fate. They're just like, make it quick. <laughs> That's what I did. Cause he started walking towards me and I was just like, like maybe he has bad vision. I don't know. Cause when he closed his eyes, they were voids. They were black. It was crazy. And so he's walking towards me and I'm just expecting just the, like, oh man, I fucking hit the Grim Reaper on his staycation here in Portland. He's just hanging out, overseeing the new condos, you know? And uh, he walks over and he's holding the ball and he goes, hey bud, want someone to play with? And he throws the ball and it just hits me and rolls. Cause I was not expecting a cordial skull, just the, need to play buddy? What? And when he said that, I'm not saying anything, but in my head, I'm just going, maybe I should play this guy, right? To see where this goes. This is weird. <laughs> but I'm not feeling my game is up to tight because I just hit a ball outside the court. So before I could say no, he was like, wait a minute, I recognize you from somewhere. And I was like, not your list, not your list, not your list. <laughs> and he goes, do you do do you do stand-up comedy? And I said, yes. And he was like, that's brave, man. I don't know how you do that. A human skull was telling me that I was brave to just tell some stupid stories on stage. I'm like, you, what? I don't know how you, how do you do it? How does that work? The whole, like, you looking like death, what is that like? And he was like, oh yeah, sometimes I forget it's there. I'm like, oh. it's hard to believe, sir. And he goes, yeah, when I first got it, like, you know, a lot of my close family and friends, they didn't get it. They didn't really want to accept it, but uh, it's been part of me now for like over 10 years and I like the, the people I've met because of it and I like who I am because of it. And I was like, wow, that's... It's actually a lot like doing stand-up. And uh, he said, yeah, and plus, like, you know, means I'll be single forever. I'm like, wow, it is the same thing, isn't it? We're just, we're just out here exposing too much of ourselves for the rest of the world, aren't we? <laughs> um, yeah, I miss, I'm gonna miss Portland. Uh, oddly, when I moved here six years ago, this is the city where I learned what gentrification was. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like I just did it and then I read about it and I was like, what a bunch of assholes. Oh, fuck. Okay, okay. The end of the article was just like a mirror. And I was like, oh, fuck. If you're reading about this, you probably did it. Um, and now six years later, I'm being gentrified out. I'm like, wow, way to speed up the process. You know what I mean? You guys like Portland's got ultra gentrification going on. It's nice. It's not nice, you know, but uh, it's weird. It's a, it's a weird time to be living in this city because you see a lot of kind of familiar things getting knocked down and it's hard not to get kind of upset as the first reaction. You see like a building getting knocked down you think about maybe who lived in that building, the things that happened, history of it. And I get upset, you know, first reaction. I'm always like, fucking more goddamn condos. Nothing sacred in this town. Everything's gotta change. And then people are like, that's actually not gonna be a condo building, that's gonna be a weed store. I'm like, well, everything's gotta change, nothing can stay the same. 
Progress to be made. That's what I say. It's interesting when it's something you're into. You're like, yeah, I like this. Yeah, it's cool. I like smoking weed, but uh, I'm not really into the dispensary part of it. Mostly because the they really haven't figured out how to market it yet. They all kind of have different strategies. My favorite one was I went into a dispensary and they decided to color code the weed using two colors, which seems pretty binary. <laughs> and they used blue and orange. And I was like, I don't know what either of those colors mean at all, right? I see like blue, I smoke weed. And I was like, okay, this is a blue weed. So this is like a, like a, like a winter time. Winter, like I need my grandma's blanket if I'm gonna smoke this. It's a colder, cold weed on my nerves. And this is, this one over here is orange. That's spicy, I get that. That is, just need some extra teepee. That's what you're saying. <laughs> I was asked to leave the store, but it does, that color, don't, there is, you could pick any other, any other way of describing the weed and it would be better. Use the stoplight, we know what those colors mean. Maybe put the thing that's on the lawnmower, right? The turtle or the rabbit. That's a better indication of where I'm going. Maybe just stop name, naming weed like weird, like trampoline kush. Just name it for sh what it's gonna do to you. I wanna go into a weed store like, let me get a, let me get a quarter of, uh, for breezing the oven. That's... I got company coming over, I don't need their judgments. Then I'll get two pre-roll joints of getting back into Steely Dan. That's... Then I'll, uh, I'll just get uh, another quarter of uh, crying a Jamba Juice. I've had that one before. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting, man. We, we have gentrification, but some of these stores that are appearing don't even make any goddamn... There is, in my neighborhood, there are two terrarium stores. Terrari they don't sell aquariums and terrariums, just terrariums. If you don't know what a terrarium is, it's what you get if you neglect an aquarium. The water evaporates, everything dies. And I'm like, who buys this shit? White people. Just gotta buy up land no matter how small it is. Yes, I heard I could buy land here. Oh, I'll take all of it. Yeah, all of it. Thank you guys, enjoy the rest of the show. What a gem, right? So white. Okay, you guys, uh, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you ready for your final comic on this bill? Yeah. You've been having a good time thus far? Yeah. Oh, yes! Your final comic on this bill. Uh, such a friend of the show. Also, uh, catch them all you can. <laughs> 
Also, follow Zach Rascani on Twitter. Sorry, I'm being weird right now, but like my friends are leaving and I'm sad, so that's okay. But uh, Zach Rascani, one more round of applause for that motherfucker. <laughs> follow him on Twitter. He's gonna blow up. Your next comic's gonna blow up. Already has blowing up. What I don't know what's happening. I have to leave. Okay, um, I'm about to get out of here. He's crowned Portland's funniest person. Ooh, doesn't that feel good to say? It does. He deserves it. Um, also runs a show every Wednesday at Mississippi Pizza. Go check that out. It's a dope-ass show. And he's here for you right the fuck now. Give Aurora's welcome for Mr. Noriko Ott. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Oh my goodness. Um, Portland's funniest person, huh? So now I got like all those expectations I gotta deal with. Fuck you people. I don't need to fucking prove shit. To, no, uh, it's all seeds and stems tonight, so don't even worry about it. I'm not gonna try. Um, <laughs> I did a show in a fucking biker bar in Algona, Washington uh, last week. And I think it's the only building in Algona, Washington. I'm not 100% sure. It was the only place with lights, so that helped figure that out. Uh, so if you want to know what being crowned king gets you. Um, but I, I, think, I, figured, I think Algona is a Native American word that means sketchy-ass parking lot, which I can't be 100% sure. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, it's, uh, that was fun. Uh, what else? I uh, might. Everybody have a good Thanksgiving? Did we have a pretty good Thanksgiving uh, a few weeks ago? That was pretty nice, right? Um, my family lives way out in the woods, uh, and they're rednecky. So um, we celebrated like we always celebrate Thanksgiving, and that was by uh, shooting guns at fireworks. And so, um, <laughs> why just the one holiday? You know what I mean? Like, let's spread it out. Spread it out. Fucking fun. I work at a pizza place. Uh, I know I look like I do, but I also do. <laughs> totally fine. Uh, last last weekend, my coworker. This last weekend, my coworker. She called in. She called in to work. She couldn't come in, right? Um, but she called in. Uh, she was like, she couldn't come into work because she was um, getting laid. So that was she. She was get present tense, by the way, getting laid. I was like, are you wearing a Bluetooth? Like, how are you doing this? Like, that's fucking amazing. Am I on speaker? How are you? Put me on, put me on FaceTime. Let's prove this. Let's put it. No, but I, but like, when you hear about that, like, you know, so he calls into work getting laid, pretty badass, right? You're like, you can doff your cap at that, right? But at the same time, you know, fuck you. You know what I mean? Like, I'm at work. I don't need to hear about... You can't brag your way out of work. That shit isn't right. You can't just be all like, I'm sorry, I can't come into work today. My Ferrari's too full of money. I can't... I can't get... The sunroof was left open and I've just been throwing extra hundreds in there like it's a piggy bank and now the doors... They, you know how these gold wing doors are. Anyway, so I can't make it... I can't come into work today. My dick's too big. I'm sorry. I can't. I try. I know. I woke up without the nutrients necessary to lift this damn thing. 
So then I just, I gotta wait for my roommate to come home and spoon feed me enough oatmeal so I can give this thing the daily fireman carry out the front door as necessary. I can't do, I can't come into work today, I'm sorry, but I, I got a free milkshake down at Burgerville and there was a little bit of heroin in it, so I can't, nah, you don't, you know how it is. I, I, like, like, you know, I didn't want to do it, but then it was there. Anyway, and not enough to get addicted, you know, but just enough to know what heroin's like. So that dream we've all had, I'm doing that now. And so I'm going to sit on my couch and just feel the, you know, and then eat this uh, pumpkin cheesecake, put my toe in a pussy while I watch this video of ISIS behead my grade school bully. So I can't make it a pizza. That's what I'm saying. Thank you. It's like I reached into your head and plucked out your dreams, isn't it? <laughs> Fuck, I'm moving soon. I'm moving to New York in January, you guys. So you're going to miss me, probably, starting now. Um, I just you're going to miss me, right? I got, like, really accusatory. But um, so I'm gonna do some uh, I'm gonna do some local humor so uh, because I can't do them ever again. So are you ready? When I was doing here, some there's some bullshit about this fucking place. Um, no, but like I don't know. There's some stuff about this town. Like, how come everybody in this town drives like their mushrooms just kicked in? Like, why is that something Portland does? Everybody in this town drives like they just took Molly and they have that furry steering wheel cover and they are fucking lost in it. What is, oh my God. Is this a perfect circle of puppy snuggles? What is this? It's amazing. Oh, it's like my hands are vaginas and then the world is also vaginas and I'm just rubbing vaginas on vaginas. Can't believe it. Uh, oh, the light's red again, so I'm back to you and here. I've driven behind people in this town where I swear to God, I, they're being held hostage in their car, and they're trying to message me with brake lights. That's how that's going on. It's behind me like, come on, buddy. How come nobody else is in the Navy? Nobody else knows Morse? What's going on? You know it takes too long to get anywhere in this town when you get beat to work by a guy on a recumbent bicycle? <laughs> and fuck those things, by the way. You're all like, I want to get some exercise, but I also want to lay down supine like a renaissance madam on a chaise lounge. Don't bother me, Reginald. I'm on my fainting bike. Please do not disturb me. Ugh. Uh, I can't be mm, bothered. <laughs> feel like feel like I just want to pedal about on my mobile gyno chair. That's how I like to mm, get around town. Fucking hate it. <laughs> what a, I fucking um, I was driving. Up, I I don't know, get to do a little bit of traveling. Um, let's see if this one works. This is old, but um. I was driving up, there's a place called Battleground, Washington. I was driving, right? Sure, why not? Um, there's a place called Battleground, Washington, and when I saw the name of that place, I'm like, that's probably got like a really interesting story, right? So like, I closed Words with Friends and I opened up Google, right? Like I'm driving, and um, I don't know how you drive, but I like to inform my mind a little bit while I'm 
driving, all right? I'm not just some idiot. So I'm uh, Googling it. And I found out uh, Battleground is actually named after a battle that the, um, the local... Uh, that they thought was going to go down between the, the locals there and the Native American population that lived in... But the battle never happened. But they still named it Battleground. <laughs> That's like... I didn't know you could name a place after some shit you was hoping was going to happen there. I didn't know that was a thing you could do. Like, mo- you know, <laughs> like, future monster truck rally North Dakota or whatever. I didn't know you could... I'm going to call my room Pussy Landslide Zone. It's a... Yeah, you can't... That's what's going to happen. Can't get out from under. Ah. Or you take your grandma to hospice. It's like, oh, you mean the grandma's going to be okay bed and breakfast? That place is fine. It's a fine place to be. There's no reason to not. <laughs> that joke is so fucking old, but it felt good to bring it out again. Thank you. Thank you. What else? <laughs> um, no, I don't know. Um, well, this one's old, too. Uh, 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 I'll do uh, the, whatever. Um, I was driving up, uh, again, Googling, but I was driving up to Seattle and just outside of uh, Chehalis, Washington, there's a little place called uh, called Mattress Ranch. You can see it right off the I-5. You guys ever seen that place? And um, and by the way, if I'm pronouncing the name of uh, Chehalis wrong, like, who gives a shit, right? Like, who fucking cares? <laughs> Nobody cares. So, uh, so uh, yeah, so just outside of Chalupa, Washington, there's this little store. <laughs> see right off the I-5. It's called Mattress Ranch. And when you think about that store, it's a cute name for a store, right? Mattress Ranch, yee-haw, pew, pew. Lasso up some savings, or whatever. Doesn't matter. But if you think about it like it's the name of an actual salad dressing, it's super fucking gross. Mattress Ranch sounds like a horrifying euphemism for cum. It just sounds terrible. If you saw it in the store, it'd be Newman's own Mattress Ranch. It's the only dressing you never want to spit out. Mattress Ranch, flavor you can detect with a black light. Mattress Ranch, the only dressing labeled Exhibit A. Uh, Mattress Ranch, just look for the bottle with the happy sleepy boyfriend on it. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> whatever you're gonna thank and thank me every time you pass by that place and go oh right that's right I forgot that guy he grossed me out <laughs> what else do I want to talk about oh I want to do this real fast too um, so I feel like we're in a weird time we're in a weird time bubble right this minute right ever since the election anyway so we're in a weird time bubble right now shit's really kind of you know, you know ever since President Negan got fucking elected and like so it's like a weird, it's a weird mom. It's a weird mom that we're in. I don't know. It's like one of those things too, like, especially, like people were like calling his cabinet like Nazis. And I don't know if that's fair, but they definitely look like a team you'd want to open the Ark of the Covenant with. And like, that's, I feel like that's about correct. Um, no, we're just in a weird time bubble because I feel like we're the people of Pompeii looking up at Mount Vesuvius smoking and being like, give it a chance. Give it a chance. We don't know. We just don't. Yeah, we know historically what happens when volcanoes get power. We know that. We know that it's not good. And sure, but we don't know this volcano. And okay, yeah, this volcano's not great either. But like, but you know, still. And like, we're the people of Alderaan in the shadow of the Death Star, going, "Oh, that is it. No more Facebook. I can't. 
deal with Facebook right now. Real, okay, too real. That's fine. Look, uh, these jokes are what I like to call a gallon of milk because that's how long the shelf life is on these, so I'm just trying to get them out. And plus, like, you gotta give comics kind of a break because we're just trying to get these Trump jokes out before they're illegal, so you gotta... We're doing what we can. We are doing what we can. Thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. Um, let's see. Um, uh, how, how, how much do you want me to phone this in? Or, like, um... Not at all? You want me to try? Uh, uh, that's too bad. So, let's do this. Um, so, that, this is something I haven't really done before, but... So, I, uh, I work at a pizza place, um, uh, and there's a, I've been there for like four years, and there's a list of... I get to name the pizza specials, and as a comic, there's a list of pizza names that they have not allowed me to run over the last four years. So, I would like to run by you a list of forbidden pizza names. I've been expressly, they told me I cannot run these. Uh, so, um, Parmesan Benet Ramsey is one. That's just one. I'm sorry. This is a vegan pie. It's a suicide by crop, uh, or crop killer, whatever you want to call it. Um, uh, the Fetophile. Anyway, these are pizza names. Feta alcohol syndrome. These are just pies. I can't run. <laughs> Asparagus to mouth. These are... <laughs> this one is broccoli and meatballs. Uh, brock and ball torture. Um, okay, the one pervert got it. That's fine. <laughs> Jesus of Nazaroni. <laughs> Points for stupid goes to me. Um, from my cold dead hams. Uh, <laughs> uh, Vietnam nom nom. Uh, <laughs> the dairy and brotherhood. <laughs> it's got it's got dairy on it. <laughs> Unlike some pizzas, and then. Um, Salami Bin Laden. Uh, this one's got hatched chilies. It's uh, to hatch a predator. Uh, uh, peppertitis C. Um, which is the worst peppertitis, right? Isn't that the worst one you can get? Uh, Piabetes. Uh, the Hamber Alert. Um, oh, that's the one. That's the one. Is that the one? <laughs> and uh, it's pineapple, uh, Pine 11. So that's uh, all the pizzas. I couldn't run, you guys. Thank you so much. Uh, it's been fun. I've been Joanne Shinderly, and for real!